0: 442 DUDES Why? Why hello to you my man I am Benjamin And he is Jonathan We are the 442 DUDES Why oh, are and laughing you're like that? Carry, on, carry You know, on. I'm just embracing it. And hello, welcome uh, to another episode of 442. <laughs> Dudes. Dudes. he's trying his best. But in any case, you know, we embrace uh, all yeah. forms of diversity. Yes. So, just in case, you know, you happen to be from uh, Jamaica, Nigeria, <laughs> watching this, we want to say hello to you. Uh, I, I, I st- <laughs> they call this the dashiki, I believe. So, you know, I'm proud okay. to wear this dashiki.
1: See, you scare you yeah. scare where's my ball Nigerian like <laughs> scammer
0: where's my ball Oh yeah Oh speaking of the ball you know the reason why the balls are not here today That's because we've already reached the final episode for this season uh, uh, I mean okay. thank you everybody for uh, watching our our episode Yeah yes thank I you love so until we're gonna die already uh, But yeah Don't uh, forget you know to follow our other episodes as well If you haven't been following our previous episodes our first one Don't forget four four two dudes You know we have a lot of the episodes Go and watch them Most importantly Don't forget to smack that subscribe button I promise I'm not scamming you. I'm just saying, he's dying. He can't stand me wearing this. So again, don't forget, subscribe. We'll come, we'll come back with our next one. Then the segment is called, what's the next segment? Damn it.
1: 19 minutes off.
0: Yeah, 19 minutes off. Eh?
1: Yes, it's you soon. I promise I do not scam you. Alright guys, I've calmed down. Much better now. No more laughing, no more tears. I wiped them dried already. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, welcome to this segment called 19 Minutes Off. And for today's episode, we are going to focus on the end of season on a roll. So we will be looking at a few categories and I think we'll kickstart the first category with the best. Manager. Ah, okay. yes. Who, 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 okay, but before be you yours? go in, yeah. before you go in there, okay, right? I just want to okay. share with you guys: there are some candidates that we felt probably you know they can, yeah, they probably be winners of some of the multiple categories. But to make it more interesting, we felt that they can only win one category. Yeah, to be very fair. Yes. Yeah, there you go. All right. So let's kick start best manager. Yeah. Ben. Let's go. Well, okay. For me,
0: um, before before I name mm. my best manager, mm-hmm. I have to give a special mention first. Okay? okay. So before I let everyone know who my choice for best manager of the season, my special mention has to go out to Phil Parkinson of Wrexham. I think mm. he's done a fantastic job okay. uh, given with the players that he has. He, he gelled them together and uh, yeah, you know, and eventually they got promoted. So I got to give a special mention to Phil Parkinson, but... Promoted with yeah, the oh, most yeah. highest number of Yeah, points. yeah, correct, yes. correct. We've mm. that as well. Mm. But to me, this guy takes it all. I might be a little biased here, but I'll explain why. Okay. I think the best manager of the season for me goes to Jose Mourinho of Roma why why do I say that that's because you know I think for every club that he goes to you know he's, he's killing it I'm just saying he's killing it people say that he's washed out he's done he's no longer the special one but whatever it is I'm just saying he's winning it with a lot of the clubs he's been mm-hmm. except for Spurs uh, but yeah You know, with with he brought Spurs to the final. He did. He did. He did. He did. did, Don't forget that. He did. did. But with Roma now, you know, not only have they won last year Mm -hmm. uh, the Europa Conference League, but this year Mm -hmm. they may have that possibility of doing two things in the finals. One is not just winning the uh, Europa League, Mm -hmm. but also finally perhaps dethroning Sevilla. Ah,
1: because Sevilla has been a
0: a strong contender. And Mm. in our previous episode, you know, I've been saying that Sevilla is like the real Madrid of the Europa League. I am pronouncing it right. I know. I know. I learn. Maybe because of Dash- da- Dashiki. Anyway, well, who is your manager of the season?
1: Uh, who is my? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so my manager of the season is Roberto Di Zerbi. Okay, so uh, like likewise, yeah. I think there are a few candidates I was thinking about. Uh, obviously, Pep Guardiola. Okay. Um, but why I chose Di Zerbi over Pep or even yeah. Arteta is yeah. very simple. I look at expectations versus the achievements that they have they have done this season. So yeah. when we think of Man City, we think of It's it's almost a given that they'll win the Premier League, right? And because they bought Haaland, everybody expected them to win the final, back in the finals of the Champions League. So in a way, it's kind of expected, right? The FA Cup, I think they've always been very strong in the cup games. So for Man City to be, you know, on the verge of winning a treble, I I think that's more or less expected, Mm -mm. right? Whereas for Brighton, there's a different story altogether, right? And don't forget, uh, the Zerbi came into the English game as an unknown, right? Everybody wrote him off, Right? Who are you? Why are you? Why are you hiring guy? And they just they just you no know, Porter just left for Chelsea at the yep. point of time. Yep. So, for for De Zerbi to come in, take whatever Porter left behind, and actually improve the squad, mm. and then and actually qualify for Europa, I thought that is to me Mm-mm. it surpasses all the other managers, including Eddie Howe. Because I really thought about Eddie Howe as well. Yeah, yeah, you but do. But I do, think those do. are expectations versus, is, yeah, so mm. a- expectations versus achievements. Which is why I'm quite surprised. Yeah, so that's why I say expectations versus achievements. I think this totally triumphs over all the other managers. Wow. I mean, you just think about it, right? Well, Brighton basically lost all their players, mm. right? They lost Bisuma, they lost Chossard, they lost Maupe. Um, went, went retired halfway. Kukurela, Kukurela went Kukurela. To, to Chelsea. But they brought in a lot of unknowns. Estupinian was fantastic this oh, season. Yeah. Kaisido came up. Uh. Mitoma was fantastic this season. Um, well back, kind of like was revitalized. Yeah. They brought in Gilmore, Billy Gilmore. Mm. Uh, they also brought in some Argentinian youngsters, right? Uh, Buonate and, uh, and Ciso, a person from Paraguay, I think, right? And also, their local Evan Ferguson, oh, yeah. the striker, has oh, been scoring. Doing quite good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the, sure, it's sure. not just about winning games, though, but they are playing such.
0: With passion, exactly. with gusto, it's, and. How
1: do I say? The football on display by Brighton is just. Brilliant. It's, I love watching Brighton right now.
0: I, I mean, if, if you want me to, to also add on, you know, if, mm. if you don't mind me chiming yeah, in, yeah, I, in, I, in. I think in. it's, uh, to, to put it in the way, I think they have evolved yes. from a mid-tier team mm. to now a top four contending team. And, which congratulations to them, they are that close. Okay. yeah, yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. They're, that, they're that close.
1: Right. So so those were our, our candidates for, yeah. for manager of the season. Let's move on to the next category and this is best player. Okay. So who is best player? Well, for I mean who? I started it now. Let, okay. Let's see
0: from you. I mean who will be your player of the season?
1: Well, for me, it's very straightforward.
0: Okay. Erling Haaland. Oh. I, I
1: think to, to I think this name I don't think anybody will dispute. Yeah. To be very frank. Okay. For for obvious reasons, right? He he's the, the highest goal scorer in, in all competitions across all the football leagues in the world. And a young lad. Uh, yes, and it's twenty-two only twenty-two. He has fifty-two mm. goals this season, and the last time we heard about such numbers was when Ronaldo and Messi were in their prime, mm-hmm. right? Even you know they've been hyping out Mbappe, but Mbappe only has forty goals this season. Mm. So I think this is something that you know. And, and oh, I also want to add on. Okay, he came in the Premier League. This is a debut season. Yeah, he basically has wiped out all the records that's been there from the start. Oh yeah, in the debut season. Exactly in mm-hmm. his debut season, and he's the the scariest. Part is he could have scored a lot more if not because of Pep wanting to protect him. Right. If you remember, there was a period of time I think for a month or so, he was only playing 60 minutes per game, and in those 60 minutes, he scored two goals, he scored three goals, he scored four goals. Pep said, "No, no, 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 enough, enough, enough." So can you imagine the amount of number the number that he could have hit? If could Pep, have increased. if Pep didn't want to protect Messi, uh, I mean, if Pep didn't want to protect Harlan, right? So I I thought. There's this is no there's no competition really. Oh, so so who's yours? Well, mine uh, mm. has to be quite
0: um, different, you know. I, mm. I think you know I would have thought myself to pick Erling Haaland as well, mm-hmm. uh, but I think after going through it. I felt, and I've mentioned his name before, and I have no idea how to pronounce his name, but it's okay. Bruno Gamaris. Mm, I think Newcastle. Yeah, I think he deserves uh, 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 to be the my player of the season. I think you know if you look at it with every game that he participated, stats have shown you know Mm. uh, Newcastle rarely loses. Well, when he's playing. Yeah, when he's playing. When okay. he's in the squad. When he's in the mm. squad. Uh, they've been quite good. He's been the backbone of it, you know. Uh, his passes. And I think just his foresight of the game. And there's something about him that, that brings passion. I've been following ah. some of his social media posts. And uh, I think that, if I'm not wrong, there was even one with him bringing the toddler around. Ah. And he, he has a picture of uh, the Newcastle home. And it says, in, the in intercut- "Yeah, yeah, it says, home. <clears throat> home. You know, and to him, he calls it home. Wow. So, so I feel that um, if anything new, we talk about how Newcastle is now banging it, you know, all the way, bringing back top four and, and the glory of the Champions League, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Newcastle fan, you know, it's a great time <laughs> to be alive. You know, because you finally see them out of that that that, that zone and now they're yeah. they're top four. But I think it really boils down to, I mean, all the players that they bought, you know, equally done well. But mm. I think really <laughs> the backbone of it is Bruno Guimares. Mm. So therefore, he's my player of the season. That's true. Yeah. So we talked about the player of the season. Mm-hmm. Now let's go a little bit more younger. Okay. The young player of the season. Mm.
1: Now who's going to be your young player of the season? Okay. Before I go there, I think I forgot yeah. to mention something okay, about best player. Yes. So I just want to give a special mention to Harry Kane. Oh, why? Eh? Because if it's not because of Haaland, oh, I the, think we'll be uh, praising right. Harry Kane to the heavens. Right. And which is the English media sort of exactly, thing. Exactly. You know? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he has got 28 league goals this season he has really broken the Spurs record yeah, and yeah. He, he's now only second behind Shearer in all-time mm-hmm, Premier League's uh, uh, goal-scoring record. So, I mean, if have not because of Haaland, Kane would be... We could have been focusing Kane? on Harry Kane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so so now let's coming back to the best young, young player. Okay, for me, Yeah. I, I thought really, really very hard for this. Okay. In fact, I kept changing uh, my answer. Yeah. But I think I found, the, in my own opinion, the correct answer. And who would that be? So my answer is Jude Bellingham. Wow. Jude Bellingham of Dortmund. Uh, and okay. here, here's my reason why. I think Jude Bellingham has basically, to to, to steal your word. Yeah. Right. Uh, irony, right? Since you're the Nigerian mm-hmm. scammer yeah, today. I, I mean, but to steal your word. True. Okay. I think he has evolved okay. this season. Okay. Right. To a point where he has become such a focal point. Okay. Such an important aspect of the team that whichever team he goes to, mm. he is going to just basically improve any team in the world. And I see any team.
0: Okay, so will you equate that to the same sort of a success that Haaland brings? Yes, that's wow, why I thought about Bellingham. Wow, okay. No, if you
1: really think about it, so for Dortmund, okay. this season, they lost Haaland. Mm. Don't forget, Sancho left last season mm-hmm. as well to join Man, mm-hmm. Man United. Mm. right? And they actually brought in Sebastian Haaland <clears throat> to, to come and replace Haaland. Mm. But because of whatever reasons he couldn't play, I'll talk about it later, Right so they basically the 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 the, the weight of responsibility fell on his young shoulders mm. but he rose to the challenge yep. Dortmund did well in the Champions League they are now one win away yeah, from winning the Bundesliga yeah, exactly rules. so and don't forget his performances for England and the World oh, Cup yeah. oh, so yeah, yeah, in yeah. my opinion he's probably England's best player in the World Cup mm. so to me, I think he deserves to to win the best young player. Wow. Mm.
0: Okay, so you're going with uh, Bellingham. Yep. Uh, I'm going with someone uh, who sort of... Um, a- again, you know, I have a thing for people who, who when appearing in stats, they sort of uh, have this thing where the team doesn't lose at all. Mm. And I'm going to mention this guy now, Rafael Liao of mm. AC Milan. 23 mm. years old guy. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, whenever he plays in the Milan team, you see his name in the team sheet. Milan really loses. Mm. Let's take, for example, when, you know, up against, say, Liverpool. When mm. he wasn't in the, the squad, they lost. When he was in the squad, they won. Oh, so, okay. you know, I, I think there's an impact that he has. And we don't just focus on that as well. We focus on the league itself, you mm. know, the Syria R, mm. pronouncing it all right, right again. Look, I, I'm telling something you, it's is the, it's the today. dashiki. It's the dashiki. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's moving to that, um, really, I think in his performance so far, you know. I, Decent amount of goals, not mm-hmm. the top, but decent amount of goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit of injury here and there, yep. uh, but still managed to come back from that. And mm. uh, last season, he was doing quite well. This season, not as great in my opinion, mm. but picked up himself. And mm. because of that, I think Milan is where they are. They they, they unfortunately didn't go through. Uh, it was Inter Milan who went through in the end. But I thought AC Milan, in my opinion, you know, they, they did what they could. And Liao, yeah.
1: He but kind of AC Milan were the reigning champions, though. They, they, I mean, they kind of... They, they won yeah, yeah, Serie yeah. last season, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but this, this season, they, they, correct.
0: But so because of that, I, I don't want to put the blame on Liao itself. But to me, he's still the, the young player of the season for me. Okay. Yeah, because okay. We're, we're focusing on young player. Okay, so therefore, okay, I think, okay. you know, yeah, I think he stands out. Well, up Fair one.
1: enough, fair enough. So so do you think, I think my, my question right now sure. is, so I think a lot of talk has been about Mbappe and Haaland being yeah. the next two. They're, they're, yeah. they're going to take over Messi Ronaldo in the Ballon d'Or. The hype and all that, Yeah. So do you think it's just really going to be Mbappe and Haaland? I'm going to say something that
0: may not float in certain people's head. Mm-hmm. There is no Mbappe. There is only Haaland. Ooh. That's my take. There is no for this wow. season alone, there is no Mbappe. We're not
1: talking about this season alone. Yeah. We're talking about in the future, Yeah, I think right? if you're going to talk about the future,
0: we're going to talk about longevity. Yeah, If you're going to talk about that, uh-huh. to me Haaland is still going to be way ahead only because not only is he young. I'm saying this from a f- person who's not even supporting I'm Man City. Is also eh? young. Yeah, yeah, they're both young, but you know, so Harlan's a little bit younger than that.
1: Just two years, which is the same yeah, as Ronaldo and but, Messi. But yeah. But, but yeah, 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 okay, but he still okay.
0: has the age, right? But this is why I'm gonna say Harlan is a team player. Mbappe doesn't seem to... Really? Be. To me.
1: But in terms of goal-scoring records, right, yeah. Mbappe is second... Yeah, yeah, oh, well, the, the, I mean, his second, yeah. His 40 goals, yeah, yeah, you Yeah, sure, know. second. But, you know, PSG doesn't really do that. He carried. Yeah. Little, he, he, he literally yeah, he carried did, France to the yeah, World Cup yeah, yeah. final. Yeah, he
0: did. But, you know, for PSG-wise, if really? you're again talking about the the, the whole thing, I, I, I don't see it.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I, I, what what do you guys yeah. think? I, yeah. I mean, th- this is really quite a big big statement to to make. Yeah, yeah. That is statement.
0: But I'll tell you where Haaland fits. Haaland fits in in the next category for me the best signing of the season I feel he is by far the best signing of the season not necessarily the best player only two reasons why number one he's already very good before he came to Man City Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we already expect him to to do some form of impact and number two again I said team player that's Mm, just it the team player factor and because of that you know they're perhaps going to be in the trouble Man mm. City. So I think best signing. Okay. Best signing okay. for me. And I I, not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah.
1: For me um for me I think I've mentioned his name I mentioned his team many 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 times over the course yep. of this uh, seasons uh, podcast right. His name is Kavicha Kavaras Helia. I finally got it right. yeah. To me I think he's, he he is the reason why Napoli are uh, being Napoli this season, right? Okay. It's because of him that Kind of sparked the that chemistry between mm. the Victor Otsinan. Mm, 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 mm. So it's his first season here. Previously, mm. and he, all his all his footballing career, right, was in back in his hometown of Georgia, mm. his home country of Georgia, and also in Russia. So because of the, because of the war, he had to leave mm. his Russian club, and mm. Napoli snapped him up mm. as a twenty two year old, as a twenty one year old for that matter, right. So and to come in into a foreign league, he basically just tore it up. Wow. Right? he tore it out I mean we have seen his performances in the Champions League we've seen his performance in the Serie A He's, we've seen his chemistry with Victor okay. Osimhen. so to me I think he is really the best signing better than so many others. I mean, there are a lot of candidates. I mean, I know I know you are yeah, going to see yeah, the feeling, but I just yeah, want to yeah. give a shout out to some other, other candidates. I think Kim min also has been a fantastic oh, candidate for yeah, oh, Napoli. Yeah, 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 I think Julian yeah, yeah, yeah. Alvarez has been fantastic yeah, for City. Yeah. Casemiro has been fantastic yeah, yeah, for United. Yeah, 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 I think United sure. are where they are because of Casemiro, in my opinion. You talk about Newcastle, okay. you have Nick Pope, you have, uh, uh, have Botman. Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. Newcastle this season are the joint team for the lowest number of goals considered with Man City at 32. Last year, they considered 62. But this year, improved. Exactly. So there are a lot there are a lot of candidates, I agree. There but I lot, think in terms lot. of impact, in terms of what impact plus yep. the achievements, I think Cavalos, Helia oh. wins hands down. Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. Mm.
0: And then the next one, team of the year. Now who's gonna be the team of the year for you? I'm gonna go with Brighton for mine. Only Mm. because, because Brighton is, you know, the 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 decked with a lot of problems at the start. Mm. Um, As we said, Potter is leaving and therefore the new guy came in uh, and then players started leaving and and nobody really saw them to be contending. Mm -hmm. And as I've said, I mean, they contended well and yeah, they do deserve to be where they are. Mm. And to me, team of the year. Why I didn't choose Man City? Because Man City is touted to win anyway. So, you know, it's like not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Whereas for Brighton, everyone's like, oh, they're not going to make it, you know. If my my team goes up against Brighton, yeah, I'm probably going to win. But nope, that's not the case mm. this season.
1: So therefore, team of the year, Brighton. Okay. And yours? My, my I'm just going to the office. I'm going to Man City. Why? Oh. So... I, I I see where you're coming yeah. from. I understand where you're coming yeah, yeah, from. Yeah, but yeah. let's if we look at it objectively, right? Yeah. Uh, like how I decided that Zerbi probably deserves the best manager okay. because I looked at expectations versus right, achievements. Right, right. But if I look objectively at it really so best team, so what to me what what qualifies as the best team is how consistent you are. Okay. How how you how much entertainment you bring to the game, mm. and, and then what kind of a value you bring to the game, okay, right? And to me, I think Man City just wins handoff, hands down for all this. Wow. I mean, you think about it, the players that brought in, what Pep has done in Man City. I know a lot of people say without money, Pep is nothing, mm-hmm. right? He cannot do, mm-hmm. he cannot bring a club like Millwall, you oh. know, to Champions League and all those stuff, or even racks them up. But in my opinion, if you think through his his Barca teams, yeah. and even now the City teams, right? Yeah. I'm just going to give two instances where he kind of influenced football, I'm talking about influencing yeah. the game of football. Yeah, in general, okay. He basically created the false nine, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I think you might you might disagree with me, but yeah. I think Pep was the one that created this false nine position that everybody copied. And in more recent uh, games, I mentioned it in one of the episodes about his, uh, his new 3-2-4-1 yeah. hybrid kind of formation. Now, everybody is also doing that, right? Arsenal is also copying it. Klopp is also copying it. And it's working wonders for them, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, I think what Pep has done in City and how City has evolved again. Mm. I, I like I'm using this mm-hmm. word a lot this season, but I think it really showed. Grealish has matured so much, um, you know. And how he, you know, despite losing his 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 um his core team, right? The comp- he lost company. He lost Aguero. David Schiefer left. Fernandinho retired. And you would think how are you going to replace them? Yep. Grealish came up. He was he was so good that Sterling had to be sold to Chelsea. Mm-mm-mm. Akanji, yeah. probably another candidate for signing on the season. Akanji has been super yep. this season. So you think about it, um, it's fantastic, right? How how they have been, remain so consistent and I don't know, I, to me, Man City today.
0: And therefore that, that, that concludes why Man City exactly, is exactly. your team of the year. Correct. And Correct. then, you know, we spoke about the signings, because we spoke about the teams, mm. uh, but what about the most memorable moment or game for you?
1: What's yours? Why what don't you say well, first?
0: Mine, mine's. Plain and simple. Hmm. I think, again, at the end of the day, we watch football because of that X Factor, because of the atmosphere, Mm -hmm. uh, because of the pool of the game. Mm -hmm. And I just want to pull this one out. It is not Liverpool lah, it's pool. (laughs) It is Wrexham versus Nott's County. Uh, I think that particular game just got everyone's attention and everyone genuinely got excited for Wrexham. And if you were Nott's County... You know, fan you were also genuinely excited. Yep, yep. Yeah. So so I thought that was a memorable one. You had Ben Foster who was vlogging it, you had mm. everybody talking about it. Yes. You had everybody just feeling for that penalty when there was that penalty. So every moment of it didn't even feel like a non league kind of thing. Exactly. It felt like as yes. if it was a professional. Right. One. I, I gotta agree. With yeah, you yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean so, sorry, if I'm no, no, I may no just no, please, chime in. Please, please. I think
1: that game kinda showed everybody what football really, really yes, means Yes, Correct really correct i th- i think the, the the what's happening in the premier league has been over commercialized mm. and all it's become a business but the the game between Wrexham and Not- notts county it kind of brought us back to our senses yeah. to realize that hey this is why we love football so much
0: and if i may add it and yes. this is why we want to be in the stadium life because, oh, because yes. now in, yes. in most of the, the big matches, you, you just want to be, you can correct, correct watching from the sofa. So, yes, far. There so yeah, no. so, so mm. that's fine. You know, Rex, this yeah. is not County. Yeah. So, so What's going to be so Touching
1: on the, the, on the yeah. bring, us to basics, right? bring us back to basics, right? Why we love football so much. I think at the end of the day, football also helps to inspire people. Uh, yeah. Isn't right? they, they've inspired millions and millions of children they, they, out of poverty, out of yeah, whatever they, reasons. They, they. Uh, but, and to me, I think the, along the same line, I think the, the, the fact that Sebastian Haller came back from cancer. He actually beat cancer. Uh, okay, so for those that for, do, no, do not know, uh, Halle signed for Blotman this season. Mm. But at the start of the season in July, he was diagnosed with a cancer. Uh, and he was out for six months. He had to undergo chemo and all those stuff. Uh, but back in January, right, he started to make his comeback. Mm. And in February, he made his debut. He finally made his debut six months after signing. And this was after cancer. Mm. And to date, to today he has already played in 18 games and scored nine goals. Wow! After cancer. Yes, and now he's just Dortmund are as I oh. mentioned that he's just one win away from winning the Bundesliga. That, that's
0: in your face, cancer! I'm just
1: letting exactly. you know. Exactly. So to that, me, it's like face. if it's not if if this is not the most inspirational moment of the whole season, mm. I don't know what is. Okay. Yeah. So to me, football really inspires, and I think this is a fantastic you know, a uh, uh, story to inspire yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. what mm. a
0: nice way to conclude. So yes. there you have it. Those were our opinions. Those were our views. Yep. We're going to give you more in our next segment and that one's called What's What, what, what with, with Who. We'll see you for that one. Don't forget to subscribe, yeah? What's up, my man? No, 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 no I'll, I'll just I'll just stick to the normal one. Hello, people, and this is the segment we're like we want to call the. What's, What's what, what with, with Husu? If for some reason, you skip to this part. We are the four four two dudes, and we are all the way from Singapore, filming in Tampines.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, not
0: Tampines. We, we, yeah, yeah, we just want to bring that part up. Yep. Um, but now we want to focus on areas around the world of football, mm-hmm. and let's go with one.
1: Yes, you know, and oh. I
0: think that one is so recent. I have to just say it very quickly. Mm. You know, not just quickly, but have to be at the start. It's the racism bit Mm -hmm. with Real Madrid, okay, and as well as uh, Valencia. Yeah. Yes. So, what about it? Well, I mean, what happened was that, and and this was what John showed me earlier Mm -hmm. uh, before the entire recording. So, I saw a video of uh, Vinicius Junior, okay, so there was a little bit of scuffle going on Mm -hmm. and and didn't really see what happened. Mm -hmm. But what happened next, all right? What happened next was, Suddenly, you know, um, VAR was called for. And mm. what they were showing on in the VAR screen uh, was Vinicius Jr. doing some form of slap or a, sort of a like punch yes. to, to one of the, the Valencia dudes. Mm-hmm. So they kept replaying that, like, pa yes. pa pa, And then, you know, because of that, there was a red card. Mm-hmm. But what the TV showed us, there was a prior to that sort
1: of incident. Correct.
0: Was that he was actually choked.
1: So if you can see on the screen right yeah, now, the picture is shown choked. that he was actually choked. Yeah. And if you watch the video, what the fuck? He actually punched off the guy immediately after managing yeah. managing managing to wrangle free yeah. from his chokehold. So if you, um, let me ask you this question: If someone chokes you from behind, yeah, wouldn't you? what would your response be? Exactly, you you really? Wouldn't, I mean, you're not gonna say thanks for choking me.
0: You know what I mean? You're not gonna do that. I mean, someone's choking <laughs> you. Some people are like, hey, yeah, I don't know. I mean, why I don't know lah. You know <laughs> what happens? What happens? But for this case, you know, I mean. He got choked. Yes. And it was so already such an intense atmosphere. Correct. The intense part of the hour mm-hmm. of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't react the way he, exactly. he did? Exactly. Yeah. You could say, oh, he could have been calmer. Mm-hmm. But still, why? And this is where I go. Why did they not show the prior footage before that slap? Which so leads us
1: to... The, the next I, thing, right? Yeah. So there, there, there is this, um, I wouldn't say conspiracy theory, yeah, but yeah. there's this theory that the, the... the the VAR referees or all the staff that was on duty in VAR they are just just being racist and they got sacked anyway yeah and and so it's a fun fact I mean the update is that all six of them got sacked. sacked They got sacked yeah. because of that, and it's not just about them. I think mean, I think this this whole topic of racism came out also because there were a few Valencia fans who were raised, who were racially oh, yeah. abusing uh Vinicius, and yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just one game. It's been happening over the whole season. His Vinicius himself has been bringing up time and time yeah. and time again, but nothing has been done. Yeah. I think it's not just him, right? Um, I think Sterling in the last few years also came mm-hmm. out you know, fighting I, I against racism, you know. and all. Yeah. And Vinicius also came out to say in on his Instagram they say it is normal. It's not the first time, yeah. nor the second, or the third, right? It's actually it feels like as if it's normal in La Liga but yeah. nothing's been done yeah. prior I mean nothing has been done prior to this incident Mm-mm. but what I'm but very now, happy about okay. is that there's been an outpouring of support for Vinicius oh, thank goodness right so if, you, if I was looking at all the pictures Yes, the, the Barcelona not Barcelona uh, Barcelona Rafinha Rafinha, oh, Rafinha Rafinha came out with support you not know, wow. took show wow. his support for, for, for Vinicius yeah. not just them the Real Madrid in, against Valladolid right the next okay. game they all Vin- they all wore Venice jersey to wow. come up for the warm up before the pre match. Student unity, exactly. Sort of thing. Not wow. just them. The Real Madrid female team did the same thing. Oh. The Real Madrid basketball team did the same thing. They all wore vinicius juniors jersey. Wow. Just before their very next games, after this incident, What and a I message. loved it. And you have seen on social, so many players have come out in support for Vinicius. Mbappe yeah. one there, Saka's one there. was very, very vocal. Uh, was very vocal about it. So I am really very happy to see it. And the, I think that the 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 crowning moment, right? Yeah. Was there was a picture that was being captured. Or oh, what picture was that? This picture was shown that. Okay. Vinicius was actually seated next to Fiorentina Perez. Wow, that's quite that's quite something. I mean, if you think about it, right? Yeah. To me this picture sends a very, very powerful message okay. to La Liga. Wow. It shows that Pires says, This is my player, I'm supporting yeah. my player. Don't mess with me. Yeah. Really don't mess with me. Wow. So to me that is that is very, very powerful. And I, I love that picture. I really yeah, love yeah, that yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Honestly,
0: I mean, you know, that, that just shows, you know, yes. unity. And and we've been rambling about it yep. all the time. But football is just like that, you know. Whatever scuffle that is, I mean, remember, we're all here to play football. We're mm. all here to enjoy the sportsmanship of football. Yes, and we're all here because we love that whole atmosphere of football. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I mean, racism aside, I mean, come on, people, just enjoy the game. Correct. And he's a fantastic player for Real Madrid. Exactly. He's so, been know, fantastic this season. I mean,
1: f- yeah. But speaking of love for football, yeah. I think it just brings us to the next uh, next thing that we want to bring oh, up. What's the next one? Um, so recently, I think Phil Jones was actually oh. offered a testimonial by Manchester United. Ye- okay, correct. Okay, but he rejected the tes- testimonial. Oh, why? And his reason is very simple. He said that I'm rejecting it because I think only my family will turn up. Are you? I, I'm not sure whether he meant it as a joke. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. I I see this as I see this as a very sad episode, because. To me, it just showed that this professional footballer has kind of given up on the game. Which is very, very. And that's sad. what you think, okay? Because he, he loves football. That's why he's a professional, right? Yes. Right. He he moved for he did well for his hometown Blackburn. club Blackburn. Yep. And then Alex Ferguson, no, so Alex Ferguson actually spotted the potential. He yep. brought him over. Yep. I still remember when when Ferguson bought him, he said, "This Fudgeon is going to be at the core of our team in the next in the in the in the future for United. He is going to be a very very important player for United in the future. But obviously things didn't work out yep. that way. And to see him, you know, stating that. I don't want because I don't think anybody would turn up. Yeah, I just feel very sad. Yeah. You know, I mean, even,
0: even as a non-man United fan, yes. no, I, I mean I, I still think there will be people to go. Yeah, yeah. Ferguson will definitely yeah, turn yeah, up. Yeah. And who's, who's to say that yeah. Blackburn fans yeah, won't yeah, turn yeah. up? And, right? and maybe former players as well. Exactly. If you ask me, I think former players Correct. as well. So. Correct.
1: Wow. Yeah, so, so, yeah, this is one, one. to me, it's a bit sad. La. Yeah, Mm-mm. it
0: is. But you know what, Phil Jones, we, we're not uh, United fans, but still, uh, big hearts to you.
1: Hopefully, you find yes.
0: love in the next club.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh so that was Phil Jones and oh last but not least, uh, I think there's something that's taking place right now. May mean right now maybe many of you do not know. Okay. But the FIFA under twenty World Cup is currently taking place oh. in Argentina. Oh, I also do know. Yes. So okay. there are a total of twenty four teams. Uh but what I want to say about these twenty four teams is that you have you have countries who are participating yes. which you will probably never see in the senior game.
0: Confirm not Singapore. Yes. Uh <clears throat> Sorry, I just had to say that.
1: If you're wondering why yeah. I'm, I'm, I just started to shut up. Watch the previous episode. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So just, let me just sure lecture, sure. Please. Some of the teams. It's okay, so some of the teams that were just very surprising to okay. see in this under-20 World Cup are Fiji. Oh, Fiji's inside. New Zealand's inside. Oh. The Dominican Republic's inside. Okay. Zambia, okay. Guatemala, okay. Honduras, okay. Iraq, okay. and Uzbekistan. Ah. So these teams, I don't think these are teams that you will see in a senior yeah, game you, you or really less in the environment. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. I I see this. I hope I hope that this bodes well for those countries. Mm. And then hopefully, you know, as they expand the number of teams for the World Cup, we get to see these teams in the in the senior game and as well. And and I think yeah. you
0: know, it's like a chance to explore new talent. Exactly, yeah, because you never know who's and know. embrace more cultures. Yes, yeah, that's right. Sort of thing. I, I yes. think it would just be cool to see, uh, perhaps you know, like a Ube Ubic in the EPL for example. Say again? Ubik. Make it. Ube. Say it. Oh. Uh. Oh, no.
1: okay. No, no, no. Uzbek, I think. Dashiki. I don't think it's a Uzbek. I think yeah, it's a Uzbek. No, actually, it's Uzbek but or something. And but, and you know, Ube. it doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Dashiki power is done, you know. Uh, you no, know,
1: speaking of, you know, speaking of yeah. cultures. I mean, I think yeah. that, I mean, I mean if any Nigerian friends watching out there, you know, I apologize. We feel that we are dissing you and oh, all. But not. no, oh, Okay, no, we, we just really not. want to embrace yeah, the cultures we, we, and all. We are, we are. Right. We are. So, uh, yeah, so that concludes our, yeah. our, epi- our last episode for this season. Yeah. But oh yeah we we part at the same time you know so but we have a we have a special episode that's
0: coming up okay so just stick around for that one but just you know just make sure you subscribe there Mm -hmm. you have a notification but really this is our last episode so thank you everyone for following us yes Uh, thank you so much we are the 442 dudes and I'm Ben I'm John John. and it's been a pleasure
1: you know it's been a pleasure a pleasure don't don't forget about season 2 that's right. Season two will start. Kickstart next season when the all the other professional leagues start. Yeah. Yeah. But before we go, stay tuned for the next special episode where we will focus on the FA Correct. Cup final and exclusive. Hmm. Exclusive. You yeah, know. Mm-hmm.
0: We're not scamming anyone. Huh? Just want to repeat. That. <laughs> I. I. Would just have to repeat yeah. that. Uh Okay. See you next week. Yeah. This is the part where they say you know. Like, stop. That- oh, fine.